kind of hard to tell if it was going to come out in her natural color palette. Could you imagine the way that it, my identity is revealed to the gnomes is through toast? Uh, through toast, <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> and you laugh at your own joke now, so I'm I'm. Someone's holding a chip on their soul. Laughing at your own jokes is the best part of telling jokes. Yeah. So do you, like for him, do you need a, a chamber pot that's actually a bag of holding? Oh. oh. What? Good, good weapon, right? Like, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, day. holding. <laughs> You just pop it. (laughs) You put it inside out. My God, you guys. Are we forgetting anything? Chapter 253. The Critical Rolls. Okay. So in the last episode, you all had had to go to a party. And uh, when the party was done, you, uh, well, actually, you got to meet several folks. Who, who all did you have to talk to there in Porta Magna before you left? Uh, the librarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to go to the library and do some work with the Dewey Decimal System. Did and we talk to the wizard again, too? Uh, briefly, uh, you're on, the, on the way to the library. To get to, talk, to get some items for us or and something. He, he seemed like he didn't really know what he was talking about. Yeah, you, you got the feeling that he was like, as you said, he was like the C student in uh, in the med school. Oh, yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, I don't know how to transport you to places. Technically, I took that class, yeah. but... Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Yeah, so we basically made sure he understood that people, we would probably be seeing us a lot coming through here, but mm-hmm. we'd be stationing guards there in case somebody came through that wasn't us. Yeah, and what were you saying there, Owen? We also got to see the astronomer. Yes, the royal astrologer. Oh, that's right. And, gave and, us and, and what, what encouraging and sunny uh, you know announcements did he have to put to you guys? We're all going to die. Well, there's that. But kind kind of. The same one we got last time we talked to him, which was whatever's going to happen is going to happen soon. But this time with a more firm date. Well, not really. He said a couple more weeks. Well, he said basically he was going to come on Samhain. Mm -hmm. So he actually pinned it down to a date, which is a very ominous date as that is the date that the... Oh, that's right. Halloween. The the veils between... Yeah, the veil between our world and the next world is the thinnest. So that kind of makes sense that if something's going to happen, it's probably going to happen then. And you know, perhaps we will get heavenly visitors because that veil will also be thin, yeah, wouldn't maybe. you think? That, that is the glass half full view of it, yeah. And I how many... Give much thought, to be honest. Yeah. How many weeks out was that? From... Just a couple, yeah. Okay. Three, four weeks. So we have to go weeks, to yeah. the underworld and back. We have to defeat Eloal. Actually, come to think of it. And Gilda to frame yeah, for it. Because you were it. saying about the heavenly, if we really think about it, earlier in the campaign when we were dueling with the plague and all that, um, we had learned that most of the heavenly servants were gone. Well, just or about all of taken the taken out, or yeah, whatever. all of the uh, various um, clerics, monasteries, and, pal- and yeah. schools for the uh, any of the healing, basically. Yeah, gods so like, had been raided. It wasn't wasn't just Dianex monastery that got raided. All of them did. So, like the third or fourth level clerics we're running into are like the highest level of their thing. They have one or two high level guys in each church, but that's about it. Yeah, like the ones in the Bryce cathedrals is one in of town. the most powerful paladins walking. Probably if, if at not all. The most, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, if we fight a Lowell, we can, you know, really summon an angel and just like bring a solar eclipse on him. Mm-hmm. Who's going to summon the angel? And why do they drink? <laughs> why do they drive an eclipse? I don't think yeah. the astrologer mentioned anything about an eclipse. 
Solar, is it? Yeah, no, Matt, I, I we all got about. the joke. Got the jo- <laughs> Do you remember the last soundbite about funny versus not funny and why she gets laughs and you don't? No, that's, <laughs> not, that's not true. No, no it's it was, not true, it's, I think Everybody said they liked of, Matt's jokes, and yes. I feel oh. that at least 80% of them were not saying it to Matt just make them feel better. Matt good jokes. Here, I think it's more that it's really funny to pretend that we don't understand the joke and just riff off of it. As I if love it the was, pity laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the steam that comes out from under his earphones yeah. when we do that. It's the best part. So, so listeners, I have the Emperor's new jokes. Only the very clever get them. So if you hear no laugh, it doesn't really tell anything about me. And we believe that the Nepper's new jokes are hilarious. Yeah, Isn't yeah. that like the rules of, of punning, though, is like the the person who should laugh the most at, at the pun is the person who tells it? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, well, but they, you're at least supposed to groan. <laughs> Silence is rude. <laughs> rude. <laughs> well, you know, it's the difference between a joke and a dad joke. Yeah. You know, jokes, if it's a dad joke, it's only because it's a parent. See? <laughs> she See, I think no, wow. I, I, I don't know. Wow, I don't, I don't have a. Just so you know, Jesse, that was told that. to me by my third grader. Yeah, he got me flat. You know what? In my vehicle. I, I had us there and blink at him. And he had I hope you gave smile. him an extra lemon drop for that. You can't I, see I it, but I'm stabbing myself in the neck right now. <laughs> I was actually very proud of him when he got me with that one. He just yes. sat there with his biggest smirk on his face. <laughs> it means you have raised him well. Yes. By the way, Jesse, no idea what you're talking about. Hmm? What? Oh. <laughs> Again, <Nice. laughs> no, I, I did. I was. I. He's got I a know. mug, folks. It says "punaholic" on it. Finest banter quality. Inside of that mug is the the tears of joy from his own laughter. laughter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to the story. So back to the end of the world yes, as we know it, and we feel. This fine. is why you need a bum bum bum. Yes. Anyway, so yes, you talked to a number of people, and uh, actually, you did find out something that was somewhat promising at the library, and what was that? Oh, um... The mage in... It's been a hot minute. The mage of Calidum Foutes? Fontes. Fontes. Calidum Fontes. Calidum Fountains was known (laughs) to consort with the demons. Is that demons or daemons? Demons. Hmm. Yucky creatures from the other world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you did find at least a lead. And, uh, Just got to find the cauliflower and fountain. And that's going to be the on the way. Fountain. So if we if we start by going to the the mountains to mm-hmm. visit the, the dwarves. No- well, the gnomes. The gnomes, yes. yeah. And then we keep going that way. We'll eventually end up Caledon. Oh, and we have an airship. Oh, that's right, you're right. Oh, we yeah. got an airship. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. a new toy. Yeah. Well, that's right. What Technically, Cotter, Cotter got a new toy. toy. What was the name of that ship? Probably, you, probably did like, it have a name? I thought we named it. I think it was. Or it had a name. I think there was a pic. It had a rampant furry creature, and I think I said badgers. <laughs> no, no. It, it, it had, I thought it, it was a, the beige it bullet. It had a flying horse on the back. Oh, I think the it was Pegasus. Pegasus. The Pegasus, yeah. yeah that's, that's right. I was hoping someone would remember that. And and yeah. It's been a hot minute since last time we were behind these tanks and stuff. And... Then, yeah, the, you met the Captain Lear, who's the one in charge. And he fired it up and took it off to Faramond's. And that's where we stopped last time. So you're on the way to visit the dwarves. Wait, were we going to the dwarves? Or gnomes. We're, the we're visiting we're the, gnomes. the gnomes. But, but oh, they live right. with the dwarves. That's right. That's right. They're, yeah. they're one in the same. Right, 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 right. right. Oh, that's a little. 
that's a little rude, but no, they live in right. the dwarves are down in the mines in the lower part of the mountain, and the gnomes are. He's right; they're in the upper mm-hmm. part. Oh well, yeah, but they're. Where they're were you going people. with that? Where were you? Well, oh my I said god! <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> this is what happens when you have her play a mean character for one week. Yeah. One week. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Wow. <laughs> yes. All right. It's so like we la- three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> So we need to. So you're saying we basically just need Matt to play a a uh, bumbling, happy-go-lucky character for one week. Yeah. Yeah. He already yeah. does that. He plays the drum. That's true. Yeah. Bum, bum, yeah. Bum. But that's not happy-go-lucky. Yeah, he's not happy-go-lucky. I, yeah, I he think doesn't he doesn't go. Hey, I'm enjoying playing the drum. We, we we need to play Pikachu for a week. Pikachu is sort of mean. He sort of tried to kill he's got Ash. Attitude. Yeah. yeah. Ill- At the beginning. He's he's got like evil wild magic stuff. He's lawful multiple people. times in one day. He, he just doesn't know this, his own strength. That's all. I mean, it's just a big teddy bear. So we're docking. Um, yeah. Well, actually, you're flying. But we're yes. Flying. Yeah. So yes, the uh, the uh, gears start turning on the Pegasus, and it starts taking off, and you uh, start heading over to Faramons, and you can't help but notice that at least around Porta Magnum, that the foliage does look a little bit better than it did before. Um, not a whole lot, but you know, there's just a feeling, a greater feeling of health in um, the uh, whole of the forest that you're going over. In fact, as you go over the Orlana Memorial Crater, um, it, uh, oh, I just made it all sad. <laughs> It, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that doesn't look sad. Memorial that looks like laughter. That, he needed wait, wait, he needed that like a hole in the head. Oh, okay. hole. Oh, sorry. Mm. It took me a second to realize what that was. Oh man, I won't lie. It went right over my head. I totally didn't catch it until I looked over and saw him laughing, laughing at her demise. Wow. Uh, did I just wake up next to pot it's people? Just, or Lana Memorial? A crater. That Don't you usually so good. build something in someone's memory, not like use they the have site to. of their death? Actually, as the if you look down, you're gonna see like flowers and like a There's teddy bear. Actually, on, on, on that note, though, because of in the, a thirty foot wide, ten feet deep hole with, in the ground, with the the massive amount of raw magic that was blasted out of said crater, is there any life around it? Um, actually, yeah, it it seems to be recovering, um, although the actual blast site is still just bare and raw earth but yeah there's yeah. there's you know you you see like some of the, the trees have begun to re refolate and and things like that so and some grass know, has grown up around the outside squirrels have six legs now but mm-hmm. <laughs> well actually they have four legs but they explode randomly now yeah that's and pretty normal and regenerate actually the arlen's you can see the back. natural undead wandering around the battlefield ah yeah. nature yeah. there's a couple of undead horses that have like half their legs missing then we should make them re-dead. I think, they, I think those are called Shetland ponies. Oh, I was thinking like they were missing two entire legs rather than the lower half of their legs, but that's funnier. Yeah. <laughs> and you laugh at your own joke now, so I'm I'm. Someone's holding a chip on their shoulder. Laughing at your own jokes is the best part of telling jokes. Yeah. yeah. I don't tell them for other people. I always get in trouble for laughing at my own. Oh, jokes. <laughs> I forgot. No one got a new name. Yeah. Yes, that was also big. And his name is what? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Sorzach. Sorzach. Meaning just about the, the North same, really. Star. It's for short. Yeah. Yeah. Sorz. Because I bring them home. Yeah. Should we call him Sor for short or Zach? Zach. <laughs> How about Orza? I don't yeah. know. It's up to Jacques. you. Jacques. 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 Like 
Oh. I like Zach. He's had a, a an alignment change. He's French now. Yes. <laughs> well, in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the dragon in the dragonborn language, it's Z O R. The Z's pronounced with an S, and then apostrophe Z A U K. I totally Zorzal. misspelled that. Zor- How do I spell that? Z O R. That first Z is spelled uh, so- sounded like an S. Uh-huh. Then it's Zok. Z A U K. Zorzak. Okay. Man, do you Zok? You got Zorzak. And Sorzak? Jeez. <laughs> what are you doing in your part time? <sighs> Training. I'm still learning, you know, draconic, so yes. I don't have these little details down. Little as you know, it just means he with male pattern baldness. <laughs> anyway. Zuck. Actually it's draconic for pain in the butt. Mm. It's not. Zuck <laughs> means butt and sore means <laughs> sore. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, we're just butchering this. Um, listeners, um, if Jesse doesn't make the sessions forever, um, has nothing to do with that joke. What the listeners can't see is just how many players all at once face palmed on that one. Okay, I am so one with the force, and the force is just, with me. Just as a side note, out of game for one second, Jesse, I don't think I've ever been more proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> 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 and okay. this is what's actually going down between all the characters sitting on the airship. Yeah, yeah we're we're actually trying to, to understand the new name and translate it. We're all like cross legged. Actually, and yeah. on the tranquility, ship. your barbs cannot hurt me. <laughs> he is one with the soreness. The soreness is one with him. It's uh, it's all psychic damage. Anyways. So, Dad, <laughs> you killed him. He's reforming. You you killed him. Yeah, oh, but only on this plane. Yes. It's a airship, not a plane. <laughs> rising, rising. Do you have a surname? Sor. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Hmm. Someone. You could do something like, like Topanga or Topic. Call you ZZ Topic. Topanga. Yeah. <laughs> like boy meets world. Yeah, like why not? Dragon meets world. Let's or Tiefling meets, meets world. world. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, that's our new reality show. You can call him Top Hat and just call him ZZ Top for short. ZZ <laughs> Top. Back, back to fantasy here. So, Anyhow. It is a fantasy if they think those jokes are funny. Yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, well, if you thought the jokes were funny, please either tweet or write back to us yes. and let us know. So yes, so you are on the Pegasus and flying along, and things are looking better, um, and uh, but you know not a whole lot better. Uh, you, clearly, the the uh, forests are still affected by that which has been terrorizing the entire land for some time, and um, you know the airship turns out to be quite a speedy one, and by the end of the uh, evening, just as as the uh, light is beginning to fall, and dusk is beginning to close in, you uh, basically uh, come to a gentle and uh, well-controlled stop at one of the mooring poles there at Faramont. And did you tell the Baron, et cetera, that you were going to be landing there? I don't know, Connor. This is your ship. I feel like we sent a message. I learned we had the ship this morning. Did we send a message? I feel like we sent a message. Because I we, sending, someone... no, I remember sending a message to Red for permission to come we see did? the That's library. Right. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. I remember no, that. No, I do but remember not that. not to the Baroness. Yeah. I know we sent 
a couple messages. We sent like literally two. I just don't remember who the second one was to. How did we know that we needed to go to Faramon's though? Uh, that was they got no one, no one at us. the time getting the uh, getting a, uh, a uh, message sent to him in his head. Well, it's okay, a, it's so basically enough. we have, left them on red and then we showed, right. them, I have a, showed up I have on their door. I have sending prepared so I can just send a quick okay. one out to Baron Nola. Hi, we'll be there in five minutes. And no. I have Thrax with me now. Okay, good. Has is, is everyone brought their uh, their pets Always. along with them? Who has the crystal pet? That's, That's Cotter. Cotter. I think the crystal pet's probably with Sinia. I don't think she let that thing out of her sight. You have she your... Always have my hamster. Mm-hmm. It's I'm invincible. Hamster. You have what? I'm just me. You have fleas. <laughs> she has her own pet. Mantix. Mantix. Oh. <laughs> mean. Oh, because she's a ranger of deer tick, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know. Boom, boom. We got a it's like a regular tick with, like, um, yeah, I'll send yeah. a quick message just to s- before we actually take off. Knowing we're going to Fairmont's, I will because that way she has like a two day notice. I will just send one a quick sending to. Um, it takes like just a day to get there. Yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna, okay. It's, well, it's, it's a fast. Leave, it's a fast airship. They they got a they got the performance model. So yeah, um, you can you yeah. can basically from Port of Magnum on this ship, you can make it to uh, Fairmont's or Excalibarium Coulis in a day. It's like the cool part in Final Fantasy when you finally get the ship. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to sit at Baron Nola and just say, uh, greetings, Nola. The Relic Seekers will be coming by for a visit at the end of the day to check in and see how you're doing, as well as talk to some gnomes who asked for our patronage once again. Oh, very good. And uh, you, you get back in message saying, yes, I heard the gnomes had some info looking forward to seeing you. And then dot, 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 maybe. Because <laughs> yeah. it's gnomes. I feel like we get we gave her one of the st- horns from yeah. the Yeti last mm-hmm. time we were yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did you also and give we, her the Yeti cooler or? I think we gave her yeah. Because what what were Yeti, we gonna Yeti do Yeti with cooler? it? The, the, it wasn't. We found like a dwarvish skin. relic too. Yeah, we gave, no, we gave her the, all the relics. We gave the steins. Yeah. You gave her the steins. Yeah. We gave her the steins. The Gertrude Stein and the, the Frankenstein. The, the, the old Einstein. yeah. The old um, arrowheads. Oh, were, and a tankard. I gave the tankard. Yeah. Right now, mm-hmm. I just I still have a Yeti horn, but it's uh, unfinished. Yeah. I need to get it. I'm pretty sure we gave one to her, and then we gave like the Yeti hides to Sinia and whatnot. So. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I, I need my horn made nice. Yeah, you need, a, you need a, a horn. Because uh, it still has like craftsman. Yeti flesh in there and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. kind of gross. Probably smells. Well, I could have cleaned it out for you. Yeah, well, you know, Put it in his bag of skulls well. that he carried well, it, around. It's zero, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't rot or anything That's like true, that. That's true, yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I still do not understand after all this time why the bag of skulls makes you cringe. It's Creval for crying out loud. <laughs> Gee, I can't imagine why someone hauling around a bag of skulls. It's not like they're clinking reason. alongside the bag. They're cleaned yeah. up. They're they're tidied up. They're inside the bag of holding. It's like predator trophies. Yes. It's thank, a thank cape. You. I, by the way, I have an ice devil skull cut in half. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, that's that. And that's got to go to her to go to yeah her yeah. at some point. Yes. Um. Anyway. I yes. Guess. So, yes, you're pulling up there and That's side quests. And, and, and thanks to your message, of course, there is now an honor guard of uh, guards. And interestingly enough, um, Nola herself is waiting for you. And uh, she looks resplendent in, with maybe even more gold bangles than you saw last time. Oh, she was engaged, wasn't she? She did have a boyfriend or something along with her. Yeah. yeah and he is there as well. And uh, as you step off, um, she. Uh, you know, strides purposely up for you, and uh, Cotter gives you the uh, full forearm grasp of one Baron to another. 
and <laughs> so good to see you, Cutter. Welcome to Feramons. Theater in return. Um, I didn't know that. Like this is out of character for the moment. I didn't know that it was quite that public. They did they, they talk it? They were oh, there. At, on, they yeah. had to vote on it. Remember? No. <laughs> okay. So yeah, all all the barons were in council at uh, Feramons when um, you returned from the field, and uh, the present baron named you as successor. Your mom and sister were on the hotline the second that word left his mouth. <laughs> Ascending galore oh, yeah, across yeah. the realm. They were flying on top of the feathers, setting off fireworks. <laughs> Just put a big sign that says neener, 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 yeah. facing all the rest of the first family exactly. houses. Anyway, so um, she ushers you inside, and they have actually, I mean, seeing as it's early evening have set a sumptuous feast for you and uh, everyone sits down and you, you notice that there are a couple of gnomes in attendance and they seem to be um, a little older and one would hope that they are maybe more craftsmasters in their particular tinkering craft um, and everybody roll for me a constitution check did we eat something well it's a feast not a saving throw but just a check check yeah mm. 10. Dirty 20. 4. 17. 11. Also 4. Okay. Um, so. Um, it's been a while. Since yeah. We had the peppers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so Arlen, Cotter, and uh, Sorzak, um, it's uh, a little more fiery than you were ready for. But uh, you, you, you kind of put a good face on it. And even though you're like dripping beads of sweat by the end of the, the uh, feast, you're able to. to uh, maintain decorum the rest of you thought it was just really good i mean it's a little spicy but not too bad and you, of course you, you know, got the one scoop that actually had one of the peppers still in the yeah. food <laughs> it's basically canon at this point that arlen cannot handle spice at yeah. all yeah, like yeah, i have yeah. rolled horribly for every single meal that we've had with the dwarves. You could have just started with I have rolled horribly yeah. and just ended it there. Yeah. And in fact, I think it is canon. You will you, always fail your consoles. I love the idea that Arlen just really badly wants to eat spicy food, though. Yeah. It's, it's just so good. So, it so, so badly good. wants to be it's able so to. It's like the person who's really but badly lactose intolerant, but then has to stare at us chocolate yeah. malt. Yeah. He's so like, eat it. they're like, what would you like? He's like, potato baked. <laughs> plain <laughs> no yeah. salt and then like for the next 48 hours it's just torture so i like how the only constitution role i'm good at is uh spicy. To eat spicy food so do you like for him do you need a, a chamber pot that's actually a bag of holding oh, oh. what good, good weapon right like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> You just pop it. it You put it inside out. My God, you guys. Anyway, thank you for leading us down this primrose path, Matt. You're the one who brought up the two days of torture, pal. Arlen has a new magical attack. I was just thinking he had indigestion. I didn't want to go there. There you go. Arlen's new spell. Arlen's auspicious aeration. Okay, welcome. It's not a holy water sprinkler. <laughs> okay, welcome to Dungeons and Doo. Okay, <laughs> you started it. <laughs> do I was do. doing indigestion. You're the one that decided to make it scatological. Okay. Anyway, 
So, um, you are able to uh, fend your way through yet another delicious, yet uh, alarmingly spicy uh, dwarven feast. Um, and actually, everybody roll insight. Because we're good at that. Oh, yeah. Mm. 15. Yep. 15. Uh, that'd be a six. 12. 16. Okay. So, um, Arlen and uh, then Sorzak and, and uh, Kroval, you, you can't help but notice that, yeah, the gnomes are having a little trouble with this feast as well. And, you know, they, they're putting a good face on it, but you, you notice beads of sweat starting to pour on their brows as well. I'm going to just like super superstitiously or just kind of quietly slide a piece of bread with heavy butter toward Sorzak. <laughs> Because <laughs> I understand where he's at. <laughs> I'm on the force of horses with me. It but not too a, much force. It will be in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Anyway, so uh, the, the feast does get done. And um, the uh, gnomes lead you back um, after the feast to their workshop. And you are um, amazed to see that here is Narina's basically entire laboratory reconstructed. You know, it's got the algae tanks, the lights are above them. It's got the food generating machine that sometimes produces magical food. Um, over the corner is that, that dish spitter outer thing that uh, you had the, the meal with, although that doesn't seem to be hooked up at, at this moment. Um, interestingly enough, though, um, all the machines had like a display on it and right now they're all blinking 12 colon zero zero just blink on off on off on off it blinks what 12 colon 12 o'clock like the power but it does seem to be working at least maybe there'll be some food there that uh arlen could eat some nice nutritious bland paste some maybe Some nice water algae. pico paste <laughs> an organic sludge hey that algae was delicious i was like one of the only people that ate it it's like gnomish vegemite yeah it all, it all tasted like uh you Except know it's salad. vegetable so, yeah but definitely delicious anyway so the the head gnome turns to you and, and says thank you for answering our summons and uh he goes right up to you uh Sorzak, and, and pumps your hand vigorously um, as you can see, we were able to enter the old gnomish ruins and find Narina's... Well, unfortunately, Narina had passed, but we did find her laboratory. And it has boggled our mind. The brilliance of this woman was off the charts. Can you imagine the stuff that she's created there by herself? I can't yeah. imagine it. Mm. I yes. say, how about her... her uh... Mobility platform. Surely you salvaged salvage that. Yes, that is down in the garage. And Oscar is uh, basically examining it as we speak. Uh, the, uh, the dwarf there has just uh, incredible powers of mechanical ingenuity. And, and he, too, is just fascinated by the possibilities of this preambulation machine. And she was laid to rest with the proper ceremony and respect? Yes, indeed. You will find her on the edge of the gnomish lands here underneath one of the biggest headstones you will find in our entire cemetery. Like I said, her brilliance was almost unmatched. It is just a shame that she was marooned, if you will, so far away for so long. Think of the great things that she could have brought to us. Well, we are trying to imagine those as we speak. And I, I, and I look over and I say, do you have the ability to bring her back? 
not from old age. I can make her speak again if we want to visit the gravesite for half a minute. Don't say that out loud. I'm not. <laughs> just saying. you saying I, that in Draconic? Yeah, right? yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> growl, 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 snap, snap, growl. Chopity, chopity, speak, speak. Not that it's creepy or anything. No. Okay. Hundred gold for a secret of the the mm-hmm. ones past. You know. And he says, interestingly enough, we did not encounter the red dragons that you had warned us about. Although we believe it's because of our new invention, the Stealthatron 2000. And he pulls out. I'm going to immediately start backing up a little bit further away from this invention. Wherever it's at, I want to be on the other side of it. <laughs> and he pulls out basically a fake bush and puts it in front of him. And looking at him, you can actually like clearly see him behind the bush. I don't think I've ever seen a drone ninja warrior look more offended in her life than I do right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, Where can I get one, says Adri. <laughs> and it's interesting. <laughs> the, the, the bush, I mean, it. you remember the first generation of I'm seeing a Caddyshack fake moment. Christmas trees? Yeah. That, I mean, were like clearly just some sort of synthesized. Some thing wire that, with like pipe cleaners wrapped yeah, around it. Yeah, basically, you know, it was about that level. And that's what this looks like. And I say, uh-huh. can, can clearly I... you are disguising yourself as any form of threat to those dragons. <laughs> yes, we were very successful. And as you can see, it made us blend in with the terrain. We were able to sneak completely unnoticed into the former gnome city and out again. I'm sure you probably looked like... Can I, can I try the bush? Super duper winter. It's Yeah, okay. Yes. Probably looked like some of the scraps left around it's in like the former gnomish city. An awakened October. bush. Can I can I try the bush? Yes, of course. Here, try this. Wait. Oh. I have my cloak on, by the yeah. way. I, uh, yeah, at this, at this range, it's not going to matter. Yeah. He, he's just like... It's a fake bush. We, we, we've never met anything like you. Surprise. And he, he kind of pokes your face. <laughs> I kill him. <laughs> he kind of pokes your face. He's like, is this a wonderful disguise? What invention is this? It's just me. And uh, the uh, head turns to you there, uh, Sorzak, and says, we must discuss this later. And he hands you the bush there, Jade. I turn invisible. <laughs> and, and Does that make the bush turn invisible? Yes, yeah, uh, Probably. Fine. Actually, the bush stays that's there, hilarious. but she's just behind it and says, see how wonderful it is. We <laughs> believe that the future of this product is very bright. All right. Then I reappear and hand the bush back. I'm I'm sure you believe that. And you and you see the two door our gnomes just kind of high five each other. <laughs> yeah. Is your I now made a placebo bush. Yeah. Are they still working on your combat training? They're gonna get so them? many gnomes killed. <laughs> I already have that. Yeah. It, the training. Oh, I thought they, they took they it back because it had yeah. time to time. Oh no, but they were gonna work on it well, there, the, right? The only issues it had was it kept killing the cats in the ballroom, so they yeah. had to move it out to the stables. Oh, okay. Yeah, they'd come in. There'd be like a little black <laughs> mark on the floor where the cat had gone into the uh, ballroom. No. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like Christmas vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Spent all nine lives right there. <laughs> wow. Anyway. But I will say, I will say on on the Trainaton two thousand, I will need settings for for the newly initiated. If I'm if I'm going to train people with this, I can't have them dying. We we're clear on that. Um, yes, uh, and he, the uh, head gnome just kind of taps the shoulder of the, uh, of the gnome. Uh, take that down. We'll, we'll start working on that right away. You know, perhaps instead of a fireball, a splash of paint or something like yes. that. We never thought of that. That's such brilliance. Do the next gnarly, whatever their name was. 
What else did you figure out? Oh, thank you for asking. You're well, welcome. actually, technically speaking, it's what perhaps you can figure out for us. Mm. We have a couple of deepening mysteries from the discoveries that we made there in Narina's laboratory. Um, although, before we get to the puzzling part, perhaps we should show you one of her greatest inventions. Um, either uh, we don't have any report of this from you, so either she did not demonstrate this to you, or perhaps she finished it sometime after your visit. And it is a... It's a magical machine that creates images of, you, of whatever is there in pastry. Huh? I can see by your faces you're astounded by this. Can I ask... Should I ask, what is it called? Well, let me demonstrate it for you first. Would you care to have your image in pastry? Maybe not the no. person currently as an illusion. I say she would love to have that done. Very good. Um, and so they kind of... I tried, Adri. Large silvery box, they kind of orient it to your direction, and you see them um, push a button on the top, and a whole bunch of brown crumbs just fall out of the bottom. And he says, and this is the amazing part. And they take it to the table and dribble some water over it. And do you remember the scene in uh, which one of the Star Wars films where Ray is making her, yeah. her Force Awakens? Yeah, making her her mm -hmm. breakfast, lunch, whatever. And mm -hmm. she just dribbles water and it bubbles up into a greenish, unappetizing looking donut. And it does the same thing, except it comes, the, the little brown crumbs uh, form a little rectangular square. But amazingly enough, Adri's picture is kind of in relief on the square. Is it Adri as she is? As she looks to you in the room. Awesome. So not, not her true form. Also, isn't what she looks like just her true form with like a color shift? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And yeah, it's kind of it's kind of tough to tell. In, in kind of hard CP to tell forms. if it was going to come out in her natural color palette. Could you imagine so. the way that it, my identity is revealed to the gnomes is through toast? Uh, through toast, <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> I I, it seems to have burnt the toast. toast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, he says, would you like to try it? And he hands you the little cracker. Uh, sure, I'll eat and, my own face. Yes, and, and it actually, it's it's tasty. It's kind of uh, you know brown sugary and molassesy, and um, it tastes like a graham cracker. And it looks like a graham cracker now that you think about it. So why did you need us to see this? Oh, I thought you'd be fascinated. Oh, no. No, we are no, calling no, these no, no. Instagrams. Yep. No. Uh, no, I, I as soon as why? you said graham cracker... I love how they get it just before the thing lands in the like, delicious. I'm like, any time you talk, I'm always like, where is this going? Because it makes it's no gotten sense so much more ever. elaborate too. Like the setup is so like you know that it's hard to tell what it is until he drops something like graham cracker, and you're like, okay, when? <laughs> I think the best part of it is that like the rest of us know it's coming. But the same person repetitively takes the pun damage because she doesn't see it until it's too late. No, I, I'm <laughs> deeply curious to my own detriment. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. What, are, what else <laughs> wondrous little magical items do you oh, have? Oh, yes. Well, um, I, as you can see, I think the uh, future for this product is very bright. Can you imagine it at parties, uh, New Baron? I say, Cotter, you should have one sent home right away. Imagine what that, the children that would, would do. Isn't that bad of an idea? Like we we're laughing at this because it's dumb, but like this actually is an interesting party trick. And it, it will definitely bring more than a little more of uh, what's the opposite infamy? 
Notoriety. Notoriety. I mean, your house would be the only one to have such an invention because only one exists. What is the the drawback to this machine? Uh, None that we can detect. So no explosions. No one's getting covered in whatever that whatever that is that she ate is like, like i said narina seemed to be a brilliant mind and it seems to only do this particular thing we've had no ill effects aside of a loss of self-esteem for teenagers no <laughs> you had to ask <laughs> i just got too real, got too real. <laughs> this is great and i we actually just lost three I listeners what else did you have to show us Oh yes, thank you for bringing me that sit, background. I think so. Wait, are we? Are you going to buy, order, officially order this or one like this? I think I will. Oh, very one. good. We finally got what no wish invention that the house Fraser wants. So mm-hmm. they, they an promised, Instagram. Yes. Well, they, it's because it's Narina's and not one of the gnomes. Yeah. This yeah. Instagram will take three years to deliver. Not so instant, is it? <laughs> Next Tuesday. So the, the the gnomes promise to arrange for a contract right away and. Uh, They'll, they'll have one sent over as, as ASAP. There, there's a house Fraser liaison somewhere in. The oh, I'm sure. Actually, I'm sure there's one in you, Vermont, you yeah. very justly slash cruelly told your sister that she would be taking care of the gnomes and all their little peccadilles and deals. So she'll be the one handling this. Well, well, he, he told them not to come back until they actually had a real product. But now they've got a real product. Breaks the asset parties. So what else do you have to show us? Oh, yes. Thank you very much. Well, this is the reason for our uh, summons for you. Uh, we have found many things in Narina's laboratory, many of which, which makes sense to us, all of which are brilliant. But we have this one item that we have not been able to figure out that you have a little more experience with her, at least in the living flesh, than we do. And perhaps she mentioned something about this, or perhaps um, your experience with her can lead you in the proper direction. But um, we have these, and they bring out, you know, that glass plate thing with the dome over it that you put like pies and stuff under. And it's got four cinnamon rolls. And each one has a little, like a name tag type thing put in the top, or, you know, like a place setting tag and says yes we've not been able to determine what these are and we uh are afraid to perhaps consume one of them until we're absolutely sure although we know that uh, are there any names in the tabs um well and the um gnome says um the first one kind of makes sense to a degree it's a common word um the name is grog although that's also a synonym for alcoholic beverages but these other ones make no sense to us and you look down, and the first one does say Grog, but the second one says Kaleth. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. The yeah. next one says Scanlan. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the last one says Vexhala. Sorry, Matthew it. Mercer. Oh. It's critical roles. They're critical oh. roles. Yep. Wait, what did you say? Nope. <laughs> I don't think we can know that. We don't have a clue what you're talking about. They're cinnamon rolls. They're critical roles. They're he says fa- they're fantasy pastries. He says, "That's it. That's what these are. These are critical roles. <laughs> Anyone who eats one of these will have an automatically successful next action." Oh, that's that's okay. really nice. I love that. So you now have four critical roles to put into your sweet into your inventory. They are. And after consuming one, your next roll will be a natural twenty. Just by default. Yep. Oh, it's, even an attack roll. Really good. That's really good, isn't it? Narina was a, was an absolute genius. 
That's really and, and do they do they just have these or do they have the way to make them? Um, unfortunately, they say that they haven't quite figured out how to restart her uh, process, and he kind of indicates all of the blinking twelve dot zero or colon zero zero lights on all the machines. Out of character action or bonus action to consume one? It's a free action to consume one. Oh. You just shove a roll in your mouth. Nice. Okay, who has one? We get. We should divvy them up. Cotter. Cotter. I get advantage on things a lot, so well, I would don't give it well, to here's me. A, no, here's the thing. Let's really think about this, okay? Correct. Yeah. To for her, Cotter's the big hitter, so she get at least one. Mm -hmm. Arlen, with no offense to Arlen, how often do you actually roll an attack roll? That's true. But and I don't think he's gonna let you eat one to do a saving throw. Well, it, he, the gnome said it's like whatever your next action is, it will be a unqualified success. So yeah. So, so it's not just attack rolls. It's for it's like any, any d20 roll. You get a natural 20 on it. Oh, give we're giving two to Arlen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you get that. And with my staff of striking, I can get. You should get one. I should get one because. Because isn't there like a special thing that happens if you get a critical with that? I can get an extra 3d6. Okay. So one to one to Sorzak, one to. Cotter. To Cotter, two to Arlen. Or one to Arlen. I was kind but, but, of joking. But uh, again, to, to you give one and give it's, one it, again I mean, if he uses it. Yeah. Even if, gosh darn it, I know what I forgot to do before we left town. Um, even if Arlen uses it, it's, it may not save us. I don't know, but we'll save this up. I want to know if we wanted to give one to her, to Jade. Do you get advantage on things a lot? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay, yeah, sure. One, one right, to Jane. One goes yeah. to Jane. And then um, if we end up in a situation where it would be better for a different person to have one, then it's pretty easy yeah, to just hand one shuffle off. them over. Do, I mean, do these, I like, expire? I like, are they going to really rot? Put them, in the, put them in the bag of holding. Oh, then, I think, yeah, yeah, they're fine. With and, all the another skulls. thing to do is, where are we keeping the other items that you have, the, the wisecrackers and all those? I always just thought those were, like, in our pockets. I have like, with like a me little pouch. four wisecrackers. No, but where do you keep them? Is it in the bag of holding, or do you just have them in your pouch? With I, have, I have those in I have pouch. one heel biscuit, well, I figured. Do you want check and see what their status is after all these weeks of Yeah, I'm going to open up my little belt pouch and see what yeah. my heel biscuit it looks, looks like. It looks like it's in exactly the same state it was when you put it in there. It doesn't even seem to have gone stale. Is it, like, because it's slightly magical? Is that why? seriously magical when you think about it yeah okay yeah yeah so apparently the the magic right. x to preserve them as so, well like i said narina was a genius Arlen, this would be a great time to pick up a spell that requires you to make an attack roll <laughs> <laughs> i mean i have them it's just i roll so poorly always i just use my saving throw ones not this one not also... this one and can you please not do it for like your fire one that you always end up doing the scorching, yeah. ray. scorching ray yeah, i mean save, i'm talking like save a heavy it for hit. the big bad the heavy we're all hit. gonna need to yeah. hit it well there's no saving throw involved it's about whether or not you hit with the beam or not all right well uh, interesting um i'm sure there's a was there like any sort of protein around there like a willingham or something not that we've seen okay anything else um, that is what they called you there for, and you were able to discover the uh, secret behind this particular product. Which, let's face it, if they ever get the machines working again, the future for this product is really great. Yes. <laughs> um, if we have some spare time, I'd like to go down to the um, jeweler section of the dwarves. Mm -hmm. Yep, you, you do have uh, the evening. It's, it's late, obviously, having being after dinner, but I'm 
certainly you can check in really quick with any uh, any of the shops, and, and uh, Nola will be more than happy to inform them that you're coming. Okay, I'm sure they'll stay. I'm gonna late. have my horn. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, well, once you've gone down to the uh, the craftsmasters, and I'm sure you know what whatever you you know, Nola would like to know which which you would like to do, and she will command them to be open for you even at this hour. Uh, well, I just I have this yeti horn. I I just need to make it cleaned up and nice and and usable. Yeah, drunk out of. Yeah, yeah. I don't need it, you know, particularly bejeweled. Okay, uh, well. And well, why don't, why don't you go down and yeah, the, she does give you the name of a craft master, and uh, the uh, you, you you see like, most most of the uh, the big inner circle of Faramons is dark, but there are a couple of lights on, obviously for the people that uh, were told to stay open late for you. So um, you can you can go go see the craft master there. So I'll, I'll just say here's the horn, and it keeps things cool. It's a mm-hmm. it's a nice horn, but clearly I can't. It's not a can't utilize it yet. And so, yeah, the craftsmaster's name is Alan. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, and as you come in, he, and he says, "I, what can we do for you?" And I, I say, "I have found this Yeti horn, and it's it's wonderful. It keeps anything contained cold, but as you can see, it's and he kind fresh. of picks it up and, and rotates on his fingers. I, I, this is a." A masterful piece of uh, the yeti it came off. It must have been huge. It was large, yes. Very good. I've never seen one in such good condition. So uh, I was wondering if you could make it uh, serviceable. Oh, of course. This would be a, a challenge worthy of my talents. Um, I figured how long, how soon did you need it? I figured we can get it done in a couple of weeks' time. That would be fine. Would you be able to have it delivered to House Cotter? Of course. Under Frasier. my name. Of course. Yeah. Fraser. Fraser. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 It's too chronic, the names, yeah. you know, yeah, <laughs> I get it. Well, you should talk to the person who changed his name care, three care times of Marshall series. Sorzak. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and um, I'm like, and I, and my purse is actually empty. I said, but I do have this plus one dagger I could give to you in exchange. You should, oh. have, you should have some money. Uh, all zero. I've been passing it out. Apparently Jade's been stealing it. You have? Oh, I don't know. Nothing's on my sheet. But anyways, I'll exchange for this dagger anyway. Yeah. And uh, obviously that's, you know, a generous uh, exchange and he's more than happy to do it. Um, and he says, very good. Well, how how uh, how fancy do you want it? I mean, obviously for a plus one dagger. Um, guilt around the edges, platinum, jewels. What would you like? You see, I'm a, I'm a very simple person. I, I, I don't require jewels, but... Uh, Whatever you see fit. Well, I, I mean, something that's nice. It must be rimmed with gold. Um, at the very least, it's, you know, gold is not reactive and won't tarnish. So, uh, as you are the master craftsman, I will leave it to your discretion. Very good. Oh, I, and, and you can see he's already, you know, doesn't even see you anymore. The, the potentialities of this particular project are just tumbling around in his brain and, and you've lit a fire under him, so... Yeah, and um, then who did you want to go see there, Kravog? Uh, someone that deals with uh, like magical jewelry or talismans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if Nola has one, if she doesn't, then it's fine. And yeah, she and um, there's there's a uh, a shop there, um, and it's it's clearly a jewelry shop. That at at this hour, like all the mm-hmm. little displays in the front with the the little ring stands and right. the the necklace stands and all are empty. They've they've taken them and put them back in the safe or wherever they put them. 
um, but the, there is there is a, a lone uh, dwarf in the back, and she is uh, you know kind of sitting there expectantly, and uh, and you know rises when you uh, enter the door there. Okay, I'll switch over to dwarvish and give her a dwarvish greeting, um, thank and thanking her for staying past her hours of normal operation. Um, I, it's a really simple request. I was looking for a, like a necklace, an amulet of sorts that might when worn help to make someone healthier or full of life more bigger that's uh like um a particular uh item did you have in mind um there's various peripets and and uh, amulets and things like that um i'm not very well versed in magical items um the one that i thought of would be something probably probably larger than a peripet just because they're smaller because what I wanted to do is be able to enhance the livelihood of someone who's not necessarily as healthy as, say, myself. And so, well, such a thing would be really rare. Um, let me let me think of what might have in inventory. And mm-hmm. so, did you have an actual item in mind? Amulet of health. Okay. I think at least I think that's what it's called. Okay. And uh, so she is kind of looking back in her or you know it kind of disappears into the back and she uh, comes back out this time in the company of two rather burly looking dwarves um that are clearly armed um and i will acknowledge both of them with respect and uh they, they kind of just nod at you uh, but they're pretty stony faced and she says well this has been in our inventory for quite a while um as you can imagine uh, dwarves really don't need this too much um, but certainly, um, a lot of the outside folks would love to get their hands on it. We, we do have one in, in our inventory and she pulls out, it's a simple looking gold medallion on a gold chain. And it just has kind of a, a sun sigil on it with a couple of hands underneath and, and actually a cotter. Um, it kind of resonates with you because it's very uh, reminiscent of Dianek. Um, even though it's not, not his holy symbol, but it just, it just kind of feels right to someone that, uh, that, uh, you know, worships Dianect and, and actually Sorzak for you, it even kind of has a little bit of a draw, catches your eye. And she says, yeah, uh, we do have this one here. Uh, that that would be it. Um, I'd be very much interested in acquiring such an item through trade and coin. Oh, yeah, well, we, we'd love to sell to you. How, how much uh, or what items were you willing to trade? And um, I take off the cloak of protection I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, this item here will make not only offer some physical protection, but I've noticed that when certain spells are cast upon me i have a bit of an easier time to resist the negative effects of them uh, do, do you normally have spells cast upon you more often than you might think ah fascinating and then uh if that is not enough we can talk about coins and perhaps another item and um she kind of you know moves a cloak back and forth and, and says it's uh it's wonderfully gorgeous. Um, it's not jewelry, uh, mm-hmm. so it's not what we normally deal in. But um, I would say like this and, and maybe 200 more gold and uh, we can make a deal. I find that acceptable. Very good. And she kind of reaches out her hand to shake hands. I shake her hand. And you know, and seals, seals the deal with a shake. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, pull out my purse. I'll pull the coin out of the mm-hmm. bag of holding, set it down, hand her the cloak. Yep. 
Take and the, the necklace is just sitting on a little box on on with a velvet base and just okay. kind of slides it across to you. And I will and tuck that into my one of my little pockets of my belt. It's very good. Well, it's it's a pleasure doing business with you. Thank you very much for staying open. I've been looking for something like this for some time. Well, when Nola asks you to stay open, you, you don't say no. Fair, but you could have been yeah. more than what you were or less than what you were, and I find it very positive. Oh, very good. Of the dwarven her- uh, hospitality. Well, next time you're out and about, speak well of us. I will always will. <laughs> okay. So um, now that we've gotten with the high, done with high-end shopping, anything else you want to do in the dwarven city uh, before you retire? Because obviously it's gotten quite late. I don't think so. No. Mm-mm. Just before we go to bed, I want to have a private meeting with Arla. Okay, so uh, well, you're ushered off to your apartments, and uh, th- thankfully, Sorzak, they don't give you the one that you nearly got killed in. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, then uh, you are able to, to uh, go and retire for the night, and uh, Arlen, um, Kerval has, has summoned you. Well, I'll go knock on his door. Okay. Arlen, Kerval is sitting there knocking on your door. Um, I'll open my door. You don't have any unicorns in here, do you? Um, not this time. Can I have a word? Mm-hmm. Okay. And walk in, shut the door. Um, I'll find a stool and sit down so I'm not towering over him. Um, we You're still towering over him. I know, but the effort's there. We haven't had a lot of time to really speak, and I sort of regret that. I find it hard to talk with you at times simply because you're about as far from me as I could possibly imagine. Um, some sort of a cruel twist or benevolent twist, depending how you look at a fate has thrust you upon this track that we find ourselves on. And I find it very admirable that, and forgive my bluntness, but being one of the weakest people around us that you keep trying, <laughs> no matter how many times you've almost met whatever god you pray to um but i find now that i've actually have the ability to try, at least try to help you a little bit more than i normally do and uh i want you to wear this when we go out from now on if as if you just please do that for me i would feel a lot better about when we go out on our missions and i'll hand you the box that i got from the the uh jeweler jeweler um, it will require you taking off one of your other magical accoutrements, but I think you'll find this one a lot better for you. Okay. Well, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it is getting a little bit um, annoying. Um, so, so almost dying every day. <laughs> um, if you if you don't mind, I'd just like to see what it looks like upon you once you fully, and I, I will wait here for it to take effect. If you don't want it, I will take it away from you, and we will not speak of it again. Yeah, but I'll and it's take it out, and I'll just put it on you, and wait with you for a minute. And then once you've attuned to it, um, it's an amulet of health, and it brings your constitution score up to nineteen. Mm. <laughs> You're gonna wow, eat spicy food. <laughs> no, no, jump. it's canon that he cannot eat the dwarven yeah. spicy food. You might still auto-fail okay. that yeah. one. Let's see. It is an attunable item, so you'll have to 
Um, if if you if yes. you're all full of untunable items, you'll have to see which one you want to take off. I right am. But so the, I'm gonna have to so take and, a minute and. In the wonderful world of D and D talk, what it does is the whatever the difference in the plus score of your constitution is, what, if it's three or what is it? What's your constitution score now? Or Mine's a twelve, which gives you a plus one. one. Okay, so now it'll bring you up to a plus four, and then all those hit points are retroactive. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So he'll get he'll get fifteen he'll levels. Get, he'll of get four. Plus he'll get forty-five 30. new hit points. Wow! Dang. So now he has more hit points than Adri. Yeah, <laughs> but Adri has. A I lot. don't really get hit that often, yeah. so it's okay. So Adri's Adri's learned how not to get hit. Twenty-three. Wow, Ooh. you're within four of me. Ooh. He's in. But still, um, I'm gonna have to do more math on that. I just have to look at what of my stuff that I'm wearing is attuned, He's and what. Take off the, just take off the brooch that lets you change your clothing. <laughs> that one's a tune. I don't know if that's a tune. Sure. That's, that's oh. because that's just a glamoured armor. Well, much of, yeah. is, much of your stuff is armor class based, I think, that you're a tune. That's what kind of gave me this idea. So if you drop one AC, you're still gaining 45 hit points. At this point, yeah. you're getting hit way more than you're not. Yeah, you can remember mm-hmm. yeah. um, that Arlen also doesn't get hit very often. He just dies when he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. He is one of the You, you only got hit, hit him once, so. So I don't know what you're going to swap out, but if it's something else that one of the group members you think might need, maybe just bring it up to them if they could use it. If not, just store it away for a family heirloom. Yeah. In your wizard's tower. Or in my classroom or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) I'll I'll leave you be. I just. Well, or the big moment. I really appreciate it, Craval. You're welcome. Um, Thank you for looking out. Mm -hmm. It's my duty, but it's also a privilege to see somebody who steps about something out into something that's way normally beyond them and chooses to excel even when faced with an insurmountable odds. Yeah. I never could have imagined myself being in this kind of scenario. I mean, look at my family. None of us have ever left the farm. I sort of thought that way. It's one of the reasons why I haven't tried to encourage you to join in my clan. You're breakable no okay (laughs) your spirit your spirit is more of the land for nurturing than it is for surviving that which is inhospitable yes it was never if you've ever thought maybe it was an insult i would like to tell you now that it was never an insult it was just knowing that your path lays much further away than what mine does but it's still a strong and good path that my people have adopted in the ways of how you taught them to raise up food and create other items yeah, going up to the camps was shocking, to say the least. Um, but um, I don't take it as an insult for you focusing on other members of the party. Well, I focused on all of them. It just it just took longer to figure out what I thought or felt you might find more useful and actually having being practical than just a token wave of solidarity. I wanted it to have a meaning and you've come to mean a great deal to me as a friend and an ally. And I would hate to see you drop just because somebody or somebody didn't think about looking for something that could get something that could help you not. Anyway, I won't I won't keep you much longer. I'll look forward to seeing you on the morrow. Yes. Have a good night. You too.
and I'll just take my leave. Okay. Anybody else need to do anything before bed? Brush teeth, floss. I didn't make you sad by making his hit points higher, did I? No, <laughs> okay. no, I'm I'm not that worried about it. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything that could make my stealth or acrobatics even higher? Yeah, uh, take a take a level in rogue. rogue. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, that does a lot. Oh, if I did that, then my stats would all be higher. Yeah, please don't. Do that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how close are we to level sixteen? But then you'll never get the level twenty monk yeah. thing. He's uh, yeah. The, the level 20 monk thing isn't that great. It's like, oh, you can get a key point. I, I never use all my key. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've ever... I mean, I've got 14 key points. I don't think I've ever used more than like 10 I would a, say per long rest. Oh, we get them back after a short do rest. Not, too, do not yeah. tempt the dungeon master. I'm just <laughs> saying... I'm just saying I won't give up Quivering Palm for that. But after that... Yeah. There's, 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 there's decisions to be made. <laughs> Some that might be more important to my actual future than others. Actually, he probably wants to take a level in Wild Sorcerer just so he can also blow up. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Owen's doing complicated there math right now. You can like buy it; they'll let you blow up. You don't have to spend a level in Sorcerer. Yeah. You can just like mundane items. Fire bombs I can eat those just... dwarvish peppers. Yes. There's a you know spastic cat up in the mountains that'll really help you make you yes. blow up. He just can't hit anything that's bigger than a broad door, a barn door. Yeah. yeah, that is true. Okay, good. So you are all able to take a nice, easy rest, and uh, thankfully, um, you, you know, you feel probably that you're not going to be assaulted and nearly killed. And, this and particular our night. ship's captain Lear is also being. Well, one would to. assume that he's got a uh, uh, you know hotel room essentially um, as as well. So, are we forgetting anything? I mean, I think we should keep, obviously, I think we should uh, bring Noel up to date on what's going on as far as what we're aware of. But other than that. We can do that over breakfast tomorrow. That's what I mean. Yeah. But are we forgetting anything like storyline related here? I don't no, think so. We're just trying to go to this demon dude. Okay. Just making sure. I, I just thought I'd throw it out there because didn't want to assume. Sounds good. Okay. Well, you all uh, begin to uh, nod off for the night and that's where we're going to stop today. Dungeon Master's Notes. Okay, so gotta say, I don't know which is better, whether the party doesn't see the horrible pun coming and it just slaps them in the face, or if they see it just before it lands and it's like the onrushing locomotive and there's nothing they can do about it. Um, gotta admit, both of them have pluses on each side. At any rate, uh, that was a lot of fun, um, at least for me. I don't know about the party, but at least for me. And they got a big reward out of it, so that was good too. And kind of neat the stocking up that happened as well. So uh, finally, Arlen's not just the punching bag he already has been. Kind of neat. We'll have to see if that can save him in the future. But the party's kind of stocked up, they're rested up, and now it's time to head off into the mare and see if they can find that summoning circle that they read about. Can they find it? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. 
subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts email us with questions or comments at relic of the past podcast at gmail.com follow us at relic of the past on twitter and relic of the past podcast on facebook articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com and thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head <laughs>